Welcome to Encounter Grace, where we come face-to-face with God's work in the world for our good. Join host Jason McKnight as we explore practical issues of community, theology, and leadership in everyday life. We're glad you're here. I'm Jason McKnight, and I'm joined in the studio with by Diane Spear and Gail Vermillion. We're so glad they're with us today to encourage us. These two friends have been together for a long time, raised all their kids together, planted a church together, partners in crime, co-conspirators, and now over the last three or four years, they have planted and founded a school here in Kinston together called Hope Preparatory Academy. I hope I have that right. Hope Preparatory School. Mm -hmm. See, I wanted to make it an academy, (laughs) so I apologize for that. Started in 2019-2020 school year with 12 students in kindergarten, first and second grade. Moved on, added a year, added a bunch of kids, four times bigger this past school year. And now we're anticipating going into the next school year even bigger, from 45 kids to 60 kids or more for the new school year. It's a bit of a miracle here in eastern North Carolina. It's also purposefully uh, Christian, classical, and that reaches into all the corners of our community, African-American, Hispanic, and white, to bring them all together in the student body. I am dying to talk about this with you. So I've done enough (laughs) enough talking. Let's get you going. Tell us the story of Hope Prep. Um, Well, it began many, many years ago in in our hearts and in a a lot of folks in Kinston, many people, actually. It's just... um, many people that have been involved in it and just uh we love kinston and we learned over time to really love christian education uh and had a lot of experience in that and so and we love children and um so many of us just wanted to bring that to kinston in the form of a christian classical school we felt that was a good way to love our neighbors as ourselves is to use um the things god has taught us um, in christian education to share with others and wanted to bring that at an affordable price, too. That was a big part of um, our model, is to be able to bring a Christian education at an affordable price. Mm-hmm. So. And so how do you do that? How do you, how, how do you make it affordable? I'd love to know about this because my kids are in private school. <laughs> well, we have a sliding scale tuition model. Yeah. And um, a lot of our model comes from Hope Academy in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay. And they have mentored us. And um, we visited them. They visited us. We visited some of the other schools in their network around the country, and one of their real distinctives is that sliding scale tuition, and that is where it is based on your income and how many dependents you have. And so we have um, a calculation that we do, and it really comes out to be something affordable when we share that with a parent and they come in and they tour our school and they want to look at enrollment, and we tell them that tuition, it's usually something that's just something that they can do and that makes it um you know yeah. a way where they show value in christian education but also it's not gonna um really overwhelm them the cost right. of it so yeah that's really good gala who is the cutest kid oh they are all cute <laughs> oh that's such <laughs> a good especially the little ones <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah. the little ones do they still have naps in kindergarten no oh not, ours. not at your school well, not at, at our the, school <laughs> yeah at the beginning they do take rest times and then they phase that out a little bit and I was going to say about the cutest one, yes, they're, they're all so cute. And 
my greatest joy is every morning that helps me have joy when I get up in the morning, which, you know, mornings sometimes you, you don't want to get out of bed or whatever, but I do because um, I get to greet the kids when they come in for carpool. So I just greet them and take attendance, and now I take temperatures and, right, and right. make sure people sanitize hands and things like that. But I get to see their faces in the morning, and I'm always amazed at just their smiling faces. Children, you know, they're exuberant. They're ready for the day generally, and um, it encourages me and makes me realize that you know it's going to be a good day and then there's some that might wake up on the wrong side of the bed and so my challenge is to kind of cheer them a little bit now is that teachers so anyway but they are all precious they're so precious they really are so okay the first year y'all opened 12 students this past school year that ended uh 45 students or so that is a huge increase how did that happen uh, well, I'd, I'd like to say that people heard all the great things that were happening at Hope Prep, and they just <laughs> were dying to send their kids there, which is yeah, a big part of it. I think that, that is, is, that is how we got most of our students. But, um, but actually, a small part of it was the pandemic. pandemic. Huh. It helped because people were looking for a place where their kids could actually go to school during the day right. um, because a lot of parents have to work. And, yeah. um, and so we did get a, a few, a, quite a few students uh, because of that. But the neat thing about that is almost all of them are staying with us. I mean, they've mm -hmm. had a great experience. They've yeah. seen it. You know, that's how yeah. God brought them in yep. um, might not have otherwise considered us but because of the pandemic they did and I think that's a really neat thing that you know a good thing that has come out of the pandemic yeah yeah and that's the biggest way they grow that I hear when I'm talking with parents is just a friend told them mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. um, right. and we have a lot of um, people at our school that love you know are, are in the community and they, they they tell about and loving their child being at Hope Prep and so. And word of mouth is the best advertising mm -hmm. always. Mm -hmm. And so it's that's true. like the proof of the pudding is in the eating. So mm -hmm. that's good. Mm -hmm. Let's, um, like if, if I'm just tuning into Encounter Grace, the world's best podcast, and I don't know anything about classical education, because I, I know what a Christian school is, or I know kind of I've heard of that, but what on earth is classical education? Give us a little two-minute summary. Okay. And yeah, that's a big question, and it can be described in many ways. And to me, it's a broad mindset in, in a lot of ways um, for really kind of a back-to-basics traditional education, the way most people would perceive it. But a definition that, that I like to use, my favorite definition, is that it is cultivating wisdom and virtue by nourishing the soul on truth, goodness, and beauty through the use of the seven liberal arts. So it's a education in wisdom and virtue hmm. where we surround students with truth, goodness, and beauty. Um, it has a morality component because we believe each child is created in the image of God. So that's called an Imago Dei education is hmm. a word for that. And so it brings a morality into it, that truth, that goodness, that beauty, that objective um, aspect. And um, so we, surround them with um, wisdom and virtue. We try to uh, build that in them. Mm -hmm. And then I will say, we use the liberal arts uh, tradition, which has been throughout Western civilization for more than a couple thousand years. And like our forefathers and many of the great thinkers throughout Western civilization, that was the type of education that they received. And those are the a lot of times the scientists, the theologians, the, um, mm. uh, you know, all those different- Reformers. The, 
writers, everything, mm-hmm. you know, that's the sort of education that they had. So you're kind of joining the great conversation of history mm. when you join into oh, classical education. Oh, I like the way you say that. Joining the great neat. conversation. And, um, and then the liberal arts, the word liberal, the root is the word freedom, like liberty. Mm. And so, and the word arts means skills. So with the liberal arts, I won't go into all the liberal arts and everything, but when you learn about those, those are the skills that we teach the students um, to so that they will be free to study anything, to love learning, and to have all those skills needed to lo- to love and learn any subject. It's a little bit of a contrast to like a vocational education where you try to learn a certain skill so that you can do a certain job. It's preparing children to be able to do learn anything and to love learning so that they'll have all sort of options available for whatever God calls for them to do um, in their life because only God knows that. And as we all know, sometimes he calls us to do things we didn't expect. Um, in our lives, most like of the start time. A school. Most of the time, he does, <laughs> right. and so you need to be ready. And it, it's yeah. a it's a um, education for this generation and the new millennium is to be mm-hmm. able to be um, adaptable and to be able to learn all different things. Um, so it's it's old fashioned. I mean, it's traditional, but on the other hand, it prepares you to do the way our society changes so much. Um, be able to learn new things, you know, easily. Mm-hmm. So, how would you add to that? Can you add to that? Oh, that was pretty exhaustive. That was that was pretty great. exhaustive. I think she did a great job. Yeah. yeah. So education. So this is interesting because I was just having a conversation with someone, uh, education versus training. Mm-hmm. And they're both necessary, but they both have a different purpose. And, and training, like you were saying, vocational education mm-hmm. of like job training. But man, if that's what we're thinking of in first grade and fifth grade and seventh grade, just straight up voca- so you can get a good job, it's not enough. Mm-hmm. It's not enough. So you would say education is more than curriculum. It's also character. Right. Absolutely. Right. It is. um, The the word education, and we do study Latin in a classical school. Oh, boy. And so looking at those roots, but the root word is uh, ducere, which means to lead. uh, And then e means out of, like exit. Mm -hmm. So it means to lead out of, the word education. Mm -hmm. And so you're leading out of ignorance, you're leading out of darkness. Um, And so that's really a character thing. That's more of a a moral thing. And also just leading out of ignorance. So you're you're teaching knowledge, understanding, and wisdom to students. So that's more of a moral thing. It's not just a training in facts and figures and... And everything. So, mm-hmm. all yeah. the, by the way, all the Latin I ever learned, I learned from Dead Poet Society. <laughs> so I hope that's okay. I mean, that's all I got. You know, one of the hallmarks of Hope Prep is um, it's a school where parents are involved and committed to be involved. And this is different than what we think of in um, non-homeschooling world, where the parent obviously is involved. But the idea of you know going to school. And whether it's a Christian school, a prep school, or a public school, you go to school and dad or mom or grandma or grandpa stay at home. And, you know, maybe they help out on a PTA fundraiser. But at Hope Prep, there's, a, there's an ongoing investment and involvement. Talk about that. Help us with that. What does that look like? Like, why would a parent sign up for that? Because aren't I trying to, you know, send my kids off? <laughs> nah, I'm being... <laughs> Our, our families um, sign a family covenant when they come to us, and part of that family covenant says that they will that they commit to, to attending, um, I think it's seven required events or meetings yeah. throughout the year, um, parent conferences and um, home visits. Day. Yeah, parent involvement day is one of the most exciting things. That's twice a year where the kids and the parents come to school on Saturday and the the children go to their classes with their teachers and the parents have some kind of 
um, like seminar workshop mm-hmm. kind of thing um, that would we be helpful at for Psalm all 100. parents. I came in one time mm-hmm. and we looked mm-hmm. at Psalm 100 mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And then the parents go to the classrooms and, and sit for part of the lesson so that wow. they know what their kids are doing in school. So that's, that happens twice a year, and that's a really great thing. And, um, you know, and then parent conferences twice a year. So these are things that they're required to come to, and mm-hmm. they commit to doing that. And so far, we've, we've had good turnout for that. And what is it like when the parents sit in the classroom? Like, what feedback do you get when they're, they're sitting in the classroom hearing what, what their little second grader is learning, more than just trying to help them with their homework at home? But what yeah, feedback do you some, get? Some of them are amazed at what their kids are learning, and they're like, wow, I didn't know that, or I didn't know how to do it that way, or mm-hmm. yeah, so it's good. And then it's just, uh, we get a lot of feedback just it builds that community and those relationships and between teacher and parent and um, amongst parents when we do these different um, parent activities and things. And, and we're leaning into the fact that um, parents are the ones that are, Um, responsible for their child's education Mm -hmm. and that without um, that good connection between the parent and the school um, that that's the best way for the child to thrive in some way in some ways the only way for child to thrive if the parent is very uninvolved you know no matter how much we do sometimes it's not enough if the parent's not connected in Mm -hmm. and so we love and that is the biggest blessing of Hope Prep is just the community the relationships Mm -hmm. we endeavor to get to know and to love and to um just li- live life with, get to know one another, build one another up with our parents. Um, and that's the best thing about it is the mm-hmm. community and the relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the things that I love are the home visits. So in October, we take a day or day and a half off of school um, for our teachers to go out and visit every student and their parents in their home. Wow. And, you know, that some people think that would be intimidating, you know, mm-hmm. to have the teacher yeah, coming in your bit. home. And it's not to go and report on how the child's doing or whatever. It's just to go and start building relationship and rapport with that family. Mm-hmm. So I think those have been very good. Um, That's great. And, and what you're doing in all of this is building community, building mm-hmm. the community. Mm-hmm. Like we are a learning community and a character formation community. And so having parents come in, but also having teachers once a year or so go into their homes, that's a great model, a great mm-hmm. thing. And again, uh, it, it's, it comes from that Hope Academy in Minneapolis, Minneapolis Minnesota. Mm-hmm. They've been doing their school for close to 25 years, and um, it's just a real beautiful example. So we, we yeah. don't try to reinvent the wheel, but it's been a blessing to be able to learn from them. You'd love to hear all their mistakes over 25 years that they're not letting you do, <laughs> yes. all the things they did wrong. But it strikes me that it's exactly like what we're trying to do in a healthy gospel-centered local church where there's children's ministry or youth ministry, student ministry. But the whole idea is you're coming alongside the parents. Mm-hmm. And parents and church body together are investing in the next generation. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and it's not just, you know, send your kids to youth group and they'll get Jesus. But mm-hmm. it's we're in this together. Right. Okay. Well, you guys spent a whole bunch of years, I should have counted it up, a uh, number of years homeschooling all your different kids. In that laboratory... What did you learn about education? Uh, very, very quickly, I learned that every student is different, even in your mm-hmm. own home. Mm-hmm. And they may learn differently, um, but they are all capable of learning. And so, you know, you just have to figure out how to, how to tap into those children. <laughs> I remember one of your kids hanging off the door frames, being all into gymnastics. It would be hard to teach math to them. 
<laughs> well, you can do it in a tree. We did. We did a upstairs window. Hang out an upstairs window. I remember doing. Um, I can't remember if it was studying spelling words or something, but one of my children did that in a tree, and so you know. Just, and we don't allow that at Hope Prep. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. But, Climb um, in the tree to learn the math. But we do respect the fact that the kids are different, but yeah. we know and we are confident that they are all capable of learning what we're teaching. So we call them to a very high standard. Um, That's great. So anyway, but we were talking about homeschooling. What'd and, you learn? Well, yeah, a what'd wonderful you learn in that thing that, that I really learned is um, that has come from other sources and, you know, just a wonderful principle is that children are not a product to be measured, but they're a soul to be nurtured. Hmm. And in homeschooling, um, you can really seize that so much because you can, um, instead of just the drill of the the testing and the different things is taking those moments, those God moments and nurturing their soul and knowing it's okay. It's okay to slow down. It's okay to take those moments because that's what's going to build them up. And it's not just about the curriculum. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah. And you, uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. A lot of our teachers um, <clears throat> have homeschooled their children. So they, okay. you know, they have this mindset also. Um, and she just mentioned God moments in a homeschool. And we actually have a, a, a running list at school of God moments wow. and funny things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sure, both, because they make us laugh. And yes. I need to laugh sometimes. <laughs> so we have, we have lots of God moments and, you know, lots of, of just great conversations that teachers have with children and, and things that, that we hear the children say. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, those are fun, and you do have to share them. Mm-hmm. Um, each of you have four kids, and between you, you homeschooled seven of the eight of them, as if, if I'm doing all the math right. You've also each had kids in public schools at different times. Diane, you've had kids in private school and Christian school. Gayla, you taught in the public school system and both of you taught in a Christian school system. You guys have had tremendous amount of uh, varied experiences with education, both with your kids, where they are, but also how you've been participating in education in our community for many years. I mean, not too many years, but for years. Um, Let me ask you a loaded question. Like at this point, now that you've started Hope Prep, is there a best education education choice for children? I think what I've learned is that that parents are the best judge of what's going to be that best education choice at that Mm. time for that child. Like Gayla was saying, each child is different. And each set of circumstances can be different um, that are presented within families. And so for me, it's just really knowing that the parent should be respected in making that best decision for their child. And of course, a parent needs to prayerfully consider that. But if they Mm -hmm. do... Um, God has a different path for different children sometimes at different times, and it might be public, it might be private, it might be homeschooling or something else that I'm not thinking of. But, you know, God has different variety in our world, and that's awesome, you know. Mm -hmm. And he's at work in all those places. And so, you know. um, And, yeah, and my answer was, no, it's not the best, but Mm -hmm. I do believe it is one of the best. And I think that's why Hope Prep is so important because – a lot of parents would make different choices if they had choices available to them. Right. And so um, we are making a, a classical Christian school available to more families than ever would have had that choice before. So um, I do think it is one of the best choices. 
Yeah, and so that's that's great though. We're we're introducing a new choice into the equation mm -hmm. for parents. Mm -hmm. But as you say, parents are all going to be um, prayerfully, ideally, prayerfully considering what is best for their children and their family at this moment. And I remember, I forget if it was one of you or someone else, but saying, oh, we revisit it every year for what we're going to do for our children because we know God is doing a different thing. And each year we have to kind of keep praying again. Mm -hmm. And I, I appreciate that. I, I just appreciate that. How did you know, like in your own lives at different times when, oh, kids, now we're, we'll go from homeschooling to this school or to that school, or we're going to pull out of a Christian school and go to, you know, how did you know to make those choices? Like, how would you help a parent navigate what, what should I do? Hmm. Just looking at those options and you got to look at that child and, you know, sometimes it's the driving, it's a long drive, but, or, you know, there's right, lots of different, right. it might be financial um, it's what the, obviously the education itself is probably the primary, primary thing that you need to look at mm -hmm. is what are they going to be getting. And I will say that a God-centered education is wonderful mm. um, because God did create us and he created our world. So when we can acknowledge God and pray to him and go to him for direction, that is a good thing to consider, one of the considerations that is good. But um, mm -hmm. but sometimes there are different situations where just different things are going to be God's plan and they're going to be wonderful, you know, and, um, mm -hmm. and yeah. different. So that's all, you know, that's all I can say. Yeah. And it's we, so individual. Yeah. We, I know for us, some specific things, we were looking, and when our kids were in elementary school, at some of the challenges that would be coming to them as they got older and especially into middle school, and we just decided we would rather have them home to face those mm. challenges and be able to navigate those with them. And, um, and then as they got even older, all of my kids wanted to participate in sports. And, you know, so we, yeah. at that time here in, in our county, we didn't have a, a, a great way to do that. So, um, so that's why we decided to put them in public school then so they could participate in sports. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, there are all, all different things to consider. And, yeah. and they thrived there and, just, and mm -hmm. God was at work there in and through yeah, them and in through right. the school and the community. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's really great. exciting. And in our church, we are filled with educators, mm -hmm. home educators, private school, public school, and now even Hope Prep. It's just fun to see how God is at work in every different calling mm -hmm. to each mm -hmm. family and each uh, each person. I, I love it. Um, let's dream. Let's look forward. What's next for Hope Prep? I mean, you're starting, I mean, you're, you're, you guys are starting up the new school year. I mean, it's, it's crazy. What's, what's coming? What do you see the next five years doing at Hope Prep? <clears throat> yes. Um, yeah, Diane, you're the, uh, you're the principal, right? Yeah. I mean, I know I should have said that at the start, but you're the principal, so it's on you. So I feel like, you know, we're always entering a new um, territory, a new land, because um, the mm. Lord doesn't want us to look back. We've got to keep going forward into His will, and um, and so it's exciting adventure coming up um, for us. Um, and um, we, uh, you know, we look forward to um, just building our culture of God's love and joy, and helping the kids to love and know God and um, love authority and respect authority and to love one another. And that's the biggest um, thing that we're excited about and wanting to keep cultivating that and, and with an awesome classical education to equip them um, to thrive. Um, we want to, we look forward to, I look forward to mission trips. We do service mm, activities. Wow. COVID has kind of <laughs> gotten yeah, in our way a little yeah, bit this yeah. year, but 
Um, but we, we look forward to, as they get a little bit older, um, actually going on a mission trip for a weekend mm -hmm. or a week and mm -hmm. um, different things that we can do with these kids to give them lots of different um, experiences or history. Love to take them places. Mm -hmm. So we've done some neat field trips, really neat field trips. But <clears throat> I look forward to that as they're getting older. And just our music program, our art program. Um, arts are really important at Hope Prep. And we have wonderful teachers and that are real excited about yeah. the future and all sorts of ways to, for our kids to enjoy learning. And um, so, and also as we move into, we're planning to go to eighth grade. Um, we, that, that's what God has called us to, is to continue in eighth grade. So as we get into those, the, talking about the future, just yeah. kids will be taking, you know, more Latin, more logic, theology, <laughs> rhetoric. Um, um, great getting into all those kind of things as they mature and grow and get ready for more uh, more learning. So. Mm -hmm. So you're, because you're fourth grade this, this coming school year, starting fourth grade, so then fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, so four more years of expansion. Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm sorry, Gail. No, one, one thing that, that I, I see, that I dream is, I just see that our students blessing their community yeah. because of everything that, that our, our staff, our teachers will pour into them and just how God will work in their lives. I just see them blessing the, their community, wherever God plants them, just being a, a, a force mm -hmm. wherever they are. Yeah. yeah, what a great vision. Y'all, I can't believe, like, it's just what I love about when the Lord is involved in something is that he brings out of nowhere a new idea and new resources and new energy and new vision. And if anybody had said five years ago, we're going to have a classical Christian <laughs> school here that reaches into all the corners of the community to bless the community, I, who would have said, yeah, that's going to happen? Like, we all would have been, really? In Kinston? No, in Raleigh, maybe, but not here. And yet God's done it. And he's done it through people like you. It's an unbelievable. Just That's, quiet that is and hardworking. Shocking. <laughs> it is. It's shocking. And, and I, I love it, though. I just think it gives me hope because sometimes I'm like, I can't get anything done. But man, God, it's not me. It's it's him. So That's for sure. That's our yeah, biggest lesson. Absolutely. Um, yes. Yeah, that's overwhelming. Everything that it takes for that. So it's all God. And us, just as much as we're faithful and following him is when stuff happens. But mm -hmm. I love it. Well, thank you so much for sharing a little bit about Hope Prep. We're looking forward to the open house. I'm sure that you're going to have this fall sometime, inviting folks in as COVID's in the background. And we can't wait to, to have folks come and visit. And thank you guys for joining us here on the podcast. Subscribe and like and share. We'd love to get the word out about Hope Prep and, uh, and see what God is doing here. So take care, everybody. And thank you guys for coming. Thanks, Jason. This is a ministry of Grace Fellowship Church in Kinston, North Carolina. Visit gracekinston.org or follow us on Facebook and Instagram.